show if you guys have been loving the show please make sure to subscribe on itunes it's super simple you just pull it up on itunes and then you can hit the little subscribe button boop simple as that please share it too with your friends your coworkers, on your facebook on your twitter on your instagram on whatever you have that i don't even know about on your tumblr it would mean the world to me also if you're on itunes make sure to leave a rating and a review once you're on there if you already have subscribed if you leave a rating and review it helps me rank in those top charts and that's how other people are able to find the podcast and that's also how i'm able to get advertisers eventually hopefully fingers crossed i'll eventually make money off this so please do that for me and I would love you forever you can also follow on socials you can follow me on snapchat and instagram at melanie minot on twitter tweet melanie m and facebook it's official mel stiffy is officially unable to do the podcast from now on do you he gone due to his work conflict. So you hear another male voice in the studio. That would be my brother. Hello. Michael. Michael was on the podcast a while back, I think within the first five episodes. And he was on when my friend Lindsay was down from D.C. Mm-hmm. We had a really good time. It was before Easter. I do remember that. And now he's back again. So thanks. Thanks for being my co-host for the day. Yeah, anytime. Uh, coming up, a weatherman covering Hurricane Matthew is getting a lot of attention today after uh, <laughs> the comments that he made. I have the audio from it. It's really good. He he lost it there for a second. Also, a major singer just released their first song in over four years. People are dubbing it the next Uptown Funk. I mean, that's a large statement. Bruno Mars? There, well... You can't say the singer, Michael, this is a tease. I'm Wait. supposed to tease with what's coming up. I said a major singer released their first song in four years. And then I'm going to follow up with the story later. But didn't he do Uptown Funk? He did do Uptown Funk. And now people are comparing this song to Uptown Funk, saying it's the new Uptown Funk. Hmm. I wonder who it could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> spoiler alert. Okay, well, spoiler alert. I've got the new Bruno Mars song on the way. <laughs> I'll tell you what people are saying about it besides comparing it to his last hit, Uptown Funk. Also, a dad is being dubbed the best dad in the world after building this one super sweet thing in his backyard for his daughter. It is absolutely adorable. And I need you guys to be brutally honest with me. Am I a hoarder? I moved last week a total of three places in one day. I'll explain later on in the show. So that means not right at the second, Michael. We'll talk about it later. But my boyfriend, Brian, thinks that I am now a hoarder. And because of this one particular thing that I did not want to throw away, I'm kind of thinking that I might be one box away from a hoarder. So I want your opinion on that. And also, I love debunking stories. So whenever I see stories online that are trending on Twitter, on Facebook, and everyone keeps sharing them, and you're thinking, this story is way too good to be true. I love searching and finding out if, in fact, it's true. So there was a story this week going around all over the place. It started here in Florida, and then it spread like wildfire across the internet, and I want to debunk it because it turns out it was fake. And chances are you probably shared it on social media. So you're going to be like, oh, man, <laughs> got they got you. Uh, an update from Florida, which is where we do this podcast. Hurricane Matthew made landfall last night. Thankfully, we are on the West Coast. I know a lot of people were tweeting me and saying, hey, I hope you're safe and everything's okay. Totally fine. It was never even projected to hit Tampa, St. Pete. So we just got... Brian loves to call them. They're the squall lines. Squalls. Squall lines. So it's just fun to say. So Brian made me go outside last night. It was up on my Snapchat, uh, standing on the rooftop watching the squall lines come in. But the storm, it, storm never hit us. It just it hit the East Coast, and I think that everybody is okay. I mean, did you hear anything, Michael, about anybody, any major things 
No. So I don't know if it, I don't really know what classifies as a hurricane making landfall, but I don't think the eye of the storm actually has touched land yet, which oh, is Oh, so technically which is it good. Okay, so technically it has not made landfall then. It's just yeah. the squall lines. Yeah, that have so they're made getting it. like 60 mile an hour winds instead of 120. So okay. the eye the middle of the hurricane is the strongest winds. And so since it hasn't hit land yet, then they're only getting like tropical storm force winds. We're just still like knocking down power and stuff. And they're, I think this morning they said something about 4,000 plus homes without, without power. power. But then, that's minor in the scheme of things with what they were projecting yeah. to actually have happen on that coast. I mean, it was really bad. Yeah, there's 200 plus dead in the Bahamas and the three Caribbean. over 300 yeah. this morning. So thankfully it hasn't, hasn't hit Florida yet. And it doesn't look like it's going to, but South Carolina may get a category two. Okay, so we're just getting the outer bands and the East Coast are just getting hit with the outer bands. So that's why I guess it's not as bad as they had predicted originally because it didn't actually make landfall. Okay, there we go. Um, But a lot of people, nonetheless, they left the East Coast, came over here. I know all the hotels on St. Pete Beach are completely maxed out. So lots of people left Miami, Palm Springs, all of that, and headed over the to the whole yeah, Jacksonville. It's all mandatory side. evacuations on the beach side of all the bridges and things. So traffic they yesterday, yeah. the videos I saw, insane. I feel so bad for anybody who's in traffic, but I'm very happy to hear you know there weren't any major major uh, casualties or anything like that. I know it is yet to make landfall, and Georgia, I guess, still has to worry, and uh, South, South Carolina. 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 So prayers and thoughts going out to them. Hopefully they heed everyone's warnings and they evacuate like they've been told. Now, this Fox News weatherman, we've got to talk about him. His name is Shepard Smith. He had a weird outburst. I mean, these are always so entertaining. You know when newscasters are on and they seem that they've just been maybe working for too many hours and they get a little slap happy and things start coming out of their mouths and you're like, what the fuck? Like Jim Cantori. He's like (laughs) my hero on the Weather Channel. Yes, because you're like, what the heck are they talking about out of nowhere? So... This guy, uh, Shepard Smith, Fox News, he was on yesterday and he told viewers that they will die along with their children. (laughs) He's not sugarcoating it. You will die and uh, as long along with your children, I guess, if you do not evacuate. Here is the actual clip from the news. On a beach all the way up to Jacksonville. This moves 20 miles to the west and you and everyone you know are dead. All of you because you can't survive it. It's not possible unless you're very, very lucky. And your kids die too. Oh. What? Wait, what? Bonus. What in the world? Hold on, I just gotta go back to that last part because he could have just wrapped it up there. It could have been a normal, nice little newscast. And then he very, just- very lucky. And your kids die too. Oh yeah, so there's that as well. See, Needless to say, it took about 0.0 seconds before people were making gifts out of that. It started trending on Twitter. It's gotten so many shares on Facebook as well. Poor Shepard Smith. Obviously, he didn't mean to, you know, kill off anyone's children, but he he wanted to get across that at, at that point on Thursday, it was a category four hurricane and that it was a serious thing because a lot of people just feel like, oh, they say it's coming and then nothing ever happens because we've all had that happen before. But he was trying to let people know, no, you really should get out of your house and uh, apparently bring your kids with you. And your kids die, too. There you go. (laughs) Oh, Shepard Smith. Oh, you hear Ziggy barking in the background? Oh, it's like take your dog to work day, except really it's take your podcast to home day. (laughs) That's what happened. I'm no longer doing the podcast from the studio anymore. Instead, I am now doing it at my house so I don't have to drive 45 minutes to an hour every time I want to do it, which means hopefully I'll be able to start doing some more episodes. But that also means we will get the occasional in the background from Ziggy and Bishop. Speaking of Hurricane Matthew, I thought this was pretty cool. I saw it on Twitter. People were doing these beach ball experiments experiments did you see these mike no so people were taking obviously we couldn't have really done it over here i mean we got wind but that was about it but people on the east coast were going and getting beach balls blowing them up and then they were taking sharpie markers and writing on them the beach ball 
experiment and then they would put their phone number and say hey hashtag hurricane matthew let us know where this beach ball ends up and then they put where it started at and then they encourage you to pick up the phone and then call them once you find the beach ball that's kind of awesome yeah i thought it was a really cool idea i mean Let's face it, we've been through hurricanes before. And at some point, you just get really bored and you have to start getting creative because sometimes your power's out or the roads are flooded. So you're just like, okay, what can we do to keep ourselves entertained? So people started blowing up beach balls, tossing them into the wind. And I'm sure within the next week, we'll see where they've ended up. There'll probably be some cool stories maybe on MSN about where people and their beach ball experiences that's, or their beach balls ended up. That's like power outage Tinder. They what do you like, mean? When there's no power, you can't use your phone. So they just write their number <laughs> on a ball, whack it down the beach. And then someone picks it up and they're like, hey. I feel like that is actually how Tinder is in general. It's like, well, this can go one of two ways. I'm just going to let me just throw this beach ball out there and see what happens. Yeah. You got to find that other crazy person playing in the hurricane. Perfect there you match. go. Yeah. It's a match. Isn't that Bumble? Which is the one that's... Or no, it is. It's Tinder, right? That pops up with... It's a match. Yeah. Isn't it? Is yeah, it Tinder? they probably all do, I would assume. Oh, acting like you don't know. Okay. Is Molly listening to the podcast? <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> um, I Well, we can say that you were on Tinder at some point, right? There's nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah, but they, are, they all give you a notification. That I mean, it's a match. Yeah, they're not I know, but I match. thought there was one that actually linked the two photos together and then it says, it's a match with an exclamation point. Uh, I don't know. No? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I game. was only single for like two weeks. I don't know. I don't know what these apps do. Brian, if you're listening, I have no idea. This is just what friends have told these me. These darn kids. So um, I'm interested to see where those beach balls end up though. And uh, I guess, oh, I bet there will be some Hurricane babies. Hurricane Matthew babies. That's for sure. Someone's going to get married from these beach ball things. You think? It's going to happen. Yeah. I hope so. I love those kinds of stories. That's a... That's a really cool story. Baller story. I was, okay. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to say. And then I stopped myself because <laughs> I realized how dumb I sounded. So thank you for putting it mm-hmm. out there. If you have a Samsung Galaxy, you may want to, uh, I guess, hold it far away from your face and talk on speaker. After yet another report of the Samsung Galaxy exploding has come out. So You probably heard that, you know, the Samsung Galaxy Note 7s have been exploding. Well, that's been happening for the past couple of months. And then Samsung put out this press release basically saying, our bad, you can bring back the phones, we'll give you new Samsung Galaxy Notes. Okay, so even exchange, no harm, no foul. Okay, here's the thing, is that last week... The phone that exploded on a Southwest Airlines flight causing the aircraft to have to evacuate was a replacement Samsung Galaxy Note 7. Yeah, they're not going to go to a different company to get the exact same thing, but just a bigger version. So it's all coming from the same place. Exactly. But Samsung was saying that these replacement phones were supposed to be safe, only they're not because now people are finding that they're starting to smoke and then possibly they could explode. So this one on a flight last week, a Southwest airline flight, it started smoking and they evacuated the plane. And Samsung, I don't think, has commented thus far it on it. It sounds like the hoverboards. Like, did Samsung it hire the hoverboard does. company? It probably is. It's probably the same company. Kill you. Yeah. I don't I don't know what you would do. I mean, I, I feel like... Like, you, what's the damage on their face? Is it like it was just hot on your face? Or does someone have like... Ooh, I don't know, some a, sort of molten phone. That's a good burning question. Burning your skin off? I don't know. I mean, your phone's gotten hot. My phone gets hot sometimes when I have it on the charger in my car. Well, Samsung needs to get that thing that the iPhone has. It's like, your phone is hot and it like temporarily... Uh, yeah, it cools down if you have it out at the pool or in the sun yeah. too long. So moral of the story is it's time for everyone to switch to Apple. I think that's... Oh, I'm going to get so much hate from the Samsung people from that, from the Android users. No, I don't care what kind of phone you have, but I do know that Apple is definitely celebrating right now with the fact that the Samsung Galaxies are exploding all over the place and even up in the air. Yeah, whoa, these pictures on the internet. <clears throat> if you don't have um, like a life-proof case that has the plastic screen on the front to kind of save the glass from exploding in your face... It explodes. Yeah, it looks like it was shot by a gun. All of them. They all look the exact same. The Holy middle of the screen crap. is, or the back of the phone where the battery would be, is completely 
bursted outward. So I guess that's good though. It's on the back of the phone that is what is exploding and not the screen. I mean, I guess face. it's good that it's not going towards your face. But, but it's, it's on your hand yeah. and, and these things are really blown up. Like, Yikes, that's not good. And if you're on a plane, whoever, whoever was next to you just got phone explosion. Well, and hopefully there, there aren't any kids next to you or you handed your phone to your kid to watch whatever Mickey's playhouse or clubhouse or whatever. I mean, that could go terribly, terribly wrong. So thankfully, I don't think there's been major injuries, at least not recently with the replacement phones, but there was that plane that had to get evacuated. No one was harmed, but now it seems like people, uh, I don't know, they're going to have to, they're not offering replacement replacement phones. So I have no idea what yeah. they're what they're going to do. They're going to be I, offering fat checks in the mail is what they're going to be offering. <laughs> that is. They're probably going to have a class action lawsuit. So just yeah. if you have a Samsung Galaxy Note 7, just be aware <laughs> and put your phone on speaker and hold it very far away. That's, I guess, you, the only suggestion I can give you. If you don't have one, go buy one so you can get on this lawsuit <laughs> when it kicks off. <laughs> or that. And then we can all be millionaires. Exactly. Uh, this is not a political podcast, as you guys know. It's super pop culture, but I do love keeping you guys informed. So I just wanted to give you a reminder. If you live in New York, Oklahoma, North Carolina, or Idaho, you have one week to register to vote. Otherwise, you will not be able to vote in November. So there's my PSA for the day. I just wanted to share that with all of you guys. Look, I'm saving people from burning themselves with Galaxy phones and also encouraging people to vote. You know, you never know what you're going to get on this here show. I also like to give reminders about other things as well, like this reminder to set your DVR. I'm talking to you, Bachelor Nation. Ben and Lauren, Happily Ever After. It premieres this Tuesday on Freeform, a.k.a. the old ABC. I'm very excited about it. it premieres at 8 p.m. Central, which I think is 9 p.m. Eastern. I think we're yes. one hour after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 9 p.m., Freeform, a.k.a. ABC Family, set your DVRs. I'm super excited that, about that. It's like an extended bachelor. Ah, Thank really... God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I sense your sarcasm there, Michael. I picked up on that, but I'm shutting it down because I like The Bachelor. And so do lots of listeners of this here uh, podcast. You know, have you ever really gotten into it? Because now no. that I'm thinking about it. I also remember you used to hate on me for watching the OC back when we were roommate, mm. like, or, you know, roommates, well, brother and sister living <laughs> together with our family. Yeah, we were roommates, you know, when we lived under the same roof together mm -hmm. because we were under the age of 18 and we were related, you know, back then when I used to watch the OC, you would give me so much shit about it. And then if I remember correctly, you got super freaking addicted to the OC and you borrowed all of my DVD box sets. Right, yeah. So I watched it on DVD box set. I wasn't like waiting 8 p.m. Wednesday night in front of the TV. So what you're saying is, like is been, that you you'll buy it. the Ben and Lauren Happily Ever After box set when it comes out. Mm, that's unlikely. <laughs> is this the is this Rogers? Did, is that the same person? No. Wait, what? No. Didn't ben he just Lauren, win? No, Ben. Oh, do not confuse. No, do not confuse that douchebag Rogers with Ben. Ben is the best bachelor of all time. So this isn't even the newest bachelor that's getting his own no, show? No, it was How many other, seasons ago? The guy, Aaron Rodgers' brother was on The Bachelorette. Right. Okay, this is the last bachelor. Oh, so like a season ago yeah. of The Bachelor. Got yeah, it. exactly. So Ben and Lauren, happily ever after. I will be watching. My brother will not. Ziggy, oh, are you chiming in? You want to watch too? Oh my gosh, the dogs, they're going nuts. <laughs> Welcome to my life on the daily basis. They just fight all the time. I want to talk about the world's greatest dad, or at least that's what people are dubbing this guy, who built a backyard American ninja warrior course for his five-year-old daughter. This is so cool. Lila apparently loves American Ninja Warrior. So her father, Gavin McCall, decided, you know what? It's time I built her a training course because she started taking chairs and tipping them over and creating her own little obstacle courses based, based on watching the show. So he decided to take it one step further and 
make a whole entire course. She even sets up the little stuffed animals on the side that they, they watch and cheer her on. It is the cutest. Oh, that's her audience? I yeah. was wondering what the animals were. Yeah, all the stuffed animals. That's her audience. They're all watching her and rooting her on to become the, the next American ninja warrior. The video has received over 800,000 shares on Facebook. And of course, people are still sharing it. It was posted by her dad. Just take a little listen of the clip, but you really got to see it. He's... He's got a lot of plywood that he's propped up, done little ramps, and then she's got her audience. It's too cute. Welcome to American Ninja Warrior Denver City Finals. Our next athlete is Lila McCall. She's got her Girls Are Superstars shirt on, and she's ready to go. She's got her Girls Are Superstars shirt on. <laughs> Boop. And there she goes, and he even put a little timer up in the corner. First up is the newly redesigned quintuple steps. A new obstacle for her this year, but she's making short work of it. <laughs> On to the fourth one, through to the fifth one. And look at that, no hands, all right. <laughs> and onto the balance beam. She's pretty familiar with this. No scaredy cats this time. And now onto a new obstacle, the teeter log. The teeter log. And then there's Minnie and Mickey and T-Rex. <laughs> and whoa, almost falls off there. Now onto the cargo climb. Very that dad is so awesome. I love the crowd, though. She's got T-Rex. She's got minions watching her. The cargo climb is awesome. The cargo climb is... This dad put a lot of work. The cargo climb goes up to on top of their barn. And that girl is no joke. I love that she's... He started off with, she's got the girl's rule or whatever shirt on. This is so, so cute. This is the most redneck thing <laughs> ever. But it's no, amazing. It's, it's so legit, but it's so redneck. <laughs> I feel like it could use a little paint. It is just kind yeah. of bare wood. I'm imagining so, it's just like nails so many and splitters. screws. Yeah. <laughs> and how does this girl get down from this shed barn? She climbs up to the top. There's no way off. I'm sure she just jumps to her dad. Uh -huh. I mean, if he's just making this out of wood pieces and then propping it up, I'm sure that he's... Yeah, this is legit. I wonder what the mom thinks. <sighs> She's probably just Honey, like, look what I built. <laughs> She's probably annoyed that her entire backyard is now preoccupied with American, a mini American Ninja Warrior course. Although, how could you really be mad about it? Because it's really, really cute. And the girl's so excited about it. Yeah, that thing's legit. It's I, actually... I, someone's got to send her some gloves, though, because I'm with you. This does seem like a little rickety, so I think that there may be some splinters, some possible nails hanging off. A yeah, broken arm. Yeah, she might She might just want to get some gloves, at least, if what? not a uh, freaking safety harness when now, she's going up that thing. Just fingers crossed the show will be on the air for another 10 years, and she'll kill it. There you go. Hopefully. Brian sent me this on Instagram, and I wanted to share it with you guys. All of us 90s kids will definitely relate to it. It sounds that 90 kids, 90s kids will never forget. It was originally posted in March of 2016. It's only got 30,000 shares, though, because it just started mm. to really start going. And it's mainly on Instagram that it's been that it's been shared, but here is a little clip. I'm not gonna name all of them, but you will just remember some of the sounds when I start playing it. My computer. Oh my gosh, the that. computer turning on. PlayStation. Oh, some Spice Girls. Nokia phone. God, I forgot about that guy. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Jurassic Park. I don't know which one this is. I don't know what that is. Ice cream truck? Oh, the internet. Well, it goes on. Oh, some R. Kelly. Is that Space Jam? Oh, The Sims. It goes on for a while, but it was nostalgic to me. You've got to watch it. It's it's about a minute 30 long, but there were so many things on there that I forgot about. And then the second you hear them, it's 
like a time warp. You go back in time and you feel like you're old. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, that's what you feel like. You feel like you're old. But I wanted to share it with you. Ziggy, if you don't shut <laughs> your trap. Oh, my gosh. I don't think this podcast at home thing is going to work very well. Uh, but there was a story that came out last Friday. A Florida-based news website published. Oh, Brian's coming out of the bedroom now trying to quiet down Ziggy. Corral the animals. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He's hoarding them. He really is. He's like my little shepherd. <laughs> Do you hoard them or herd? I don't know. Herd them. Whatever. He heard that. He's the herder. I'm the hoarder. There it is. There you go. So this website posted a story claiming that a 24-year-old woman here in the U.S. received a terrible shock after she discovered that her 68-year-old husband was her own grandfather. Well, tons of websites started spreading this around. It even made it overseas to the UK, and they started sharing the story as well, saying, look at these Americans and how gross they are. This girl married her own grandfather. Well, it turns out that the Florida Sun Post, the original news source in which the story actually came from, is a fake story site. So people really thought that this was a legitimate newspaper. Like is it a, like a satire site or is it just like completely made com up? Basically completely made up stories. If you just start it with in Florida, everyone's going to believe it <laughs> no matter what it is. It could be anything. I know. Like, yep. Classic it's, Florida. It's so true. Unfortunately, well, fortunately for us, but unfortunately for the rest of the world, this story is completely false. The dude did not marry his granddaughter and she... They don't even exist. This couple doesn't even exist. Say, it's are these even people? No. I'm clicking images online and there's, it's all like it's stock cake, photos. It's, it's cake not, toppers is what you're going to see. Yeah. <laughs> the bride and the groom. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> because it's completely fake. Nice. On the way, I've got a heart happy story for you. Plus, as we mentioned, Brian thinks I'm a hoarder. So I want to tell you guys this one thing that I refuse to get rid of. And if you now agree with him and think that I am a hoarder and maybe I will... You know, if I hear from enough of you that I am and Mike agrees, then maybe I'll just throw this one thing out. Okay. I hope but it's not Ziggy. No, it's not. <laughs> the no, I'm not going to throw out my dog. What the hell? I'll take him. <laughs> you want any excuse to take my dog. <laughs> You're not getting him. He's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Look at him right now in that little bed. Oh, oh my gosh. His tongue he's sticking out. Tongue sticking out 99.9% .9 of the time. And got he's got a little cover on his head. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. No, I, I'm definitely not getting rid of the dog. Also, have the internet trolls won? I've got celebrity news on the way. I'll tell you what celebrity just quit Twitter and are the trolls to blame. You can support the show, this podcast, little podcast that could is what I like to call it. <laughs> you can support it by going to MelanieMinot.com, M-E-L-A-N-I-E-M-I-N-E-A-U.com and click on that Amazon logo on the front page to do your shopping. So whether you shop on Amazon all the time or you just need to hop on there to order a new journal or Galaxy. New new galaxy samsung note 7 then you can do so just by using that link on my front page at melaniemineau.com and then we get some kickback from that and it helps support this show the next thing i'm gonna buy with any sort of money that comes in are chairs mm. because michael and i are sitting i am so freaking uncomfortable i don't know about you but that's I'm, not great yeah it is not good we're on stools that are way too high for this countertop so we're sitting on, just giving you a visual, we're sitting on bar stools, but we're at a counter height bar. So the stools are, are way too high. They're supposed to be counter stools, counter height, but they're bar height. Right. So we're slouched over and it's super uncomfortable. They're almost the same height as, as the, the counter. counter. I know. Brian didn't know. See, this is what happens when you, you break up, you both have your own places. Brian orders things off of Amazon, not using my affiliate link, mm. might I add. Stuck it to you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, screw her. I'm shopping through regular Amazon, that biatch. <laughs> and then we end up with freaking hard ass stools that match absolutely nothing and are the same height as our actual counter. The first thing I will buy are new stools. So go ahead and uh, help us build that fund. MelanieMno.com. Shop through the Amazon link. Celebrity news time. Our Ashton Kutcher and Kutcher. I don't know why I said Kutcher. It isn't a Kutcher. 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 
Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. No, not Kutcher. Kutcher. Not like a coochie pop. No, it's Kutcher. Ashton. Kutcher. Now you've got me messed up. It's Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Are they having a boy or a girl? Ashton, whoopsies. He slipped up and accidentally revealed the sex of their unborn baby. So I'll tell you. And I have a little clip of him doing so on the way. Chrissy Teigen, though, is the celebrity that is no longer on Twitter. The model and co-host of the lip sync battle moved her account to private. So she technically is on Twitter, but she's not going to be tweeting for any of us to see anymore. She said that she's just not strong enough anymore. Quote, it's not haters or trolls or generally mean people. I just feel like I am absorbing bad shit 24-7. My body and mind can't handle it anymore. So that makes me just question real quick. Like, I get it. If it's too much for you, you want to exit, you want to make your account private, totally understand that. But here's my question. If it's not the haters or the trolls is what she's saying, but she says that she's absorbing bad shit, then what is it? You know what I mean? All the stuff she follows. I don't know. She must be just following Well, why doesn't she just unfollow people then? Because she'd rather make a statement, a public statement, so people will follow her. But she has her account on private, so they can't. She'll unlock it soon. Oh, this is your whole... You yeah. already know. This, Yeah. Oh, you, when did you become a celebrity Twitter expert? It's a conspiracy theory that I made up just now. Oh, okay. Well, I tend to agree with it. I think she'll be back. Because now she's in the news. When was the last time she's in the news? Mm, hmm. I don't know. Probably when Lip Sync Battle came back on a month ago or something. Well, keeping that off season going. I get it. All right. Well, I tend to agree with Michael, actually, on that. But uh, in case you were following her on Twitter and you enjoyed seeing her tweets... Her account has been moved to private. Some sad, sad news. Ben Stiller announced that he has been secretly battling with cancer. There is, yeah, there is some good news, though. Hold on to follow that. The actor wrote a piece on Medium.com encouraging men to go get the PSA test, which can screen for prostate cancer. Michael, have you gotten this? No, that's like 40 and up, I think. Is that a fact? Are you just saying stuff? Um. Maybe making some more things up on the spot. <laughs> okay, well, we need to find out because I really want to promote people going and getting this pre-screening for cancer as soon as they should. Screening for passengers 75 and over? Wait, what is this? No, this okay, is... Okay, that is something completely okay. different. That's TSA. Look- what am I supposed to be looking for? <laughs> this is like a bag check. <laughs> Did you pack your bag, old man? No. <laughs> Oops. You're looking up the freaking TSA and it's saying if you're over 78, you don't have to take your <laughs> shoes off, your shoes and coat off. That is not it. Oops. It's called a PSA test. Mm, PSA test. It's how you get screened for prostate cancer. I really know nothing. 40 or 45. Okay, boom. Beginning Usually beginning at the age of 50. Look at See? that. Dropping facts. Told you. On the Melanie Minogue show. Good mm-hmm. job, brother. Mm. There you go. If you are not 40, I guess you don't have to worry about it. However, I feel like lots of us know guys that are in their 40s, whether you're dating one or your dad is around that age or your friend or your uncle, whoever it is, make sure to encourage them to go get this PSA test because Ben Stiller is saying that he really thinks this screening is what saved his life. He was diagnosed back in 2014. And the good news is... because I always 40... Eight then. He's 50 now. There we go. Yeah. He uh, is cancer-free, said to be cancer-free now. And now he's using a celebrity platform, which I love, to spread the word and help people detect prostate cancer earlier. So if you know a male in their 40s, make sure that they go get that PSA test. Halle Berry is calling out trolls on the internet. So first Chrissy Teigen and well, Chrissy Teigen saying it wasn't the trolls, but Halle Berry is saying it's the trolls and she's calling them out because people are saying that she's ashamed of her children. So here's the backstory. Halle Berry never shares any photos of her kids, Nala and Machio online, but recently she did. The kids were laying down in the grass and then she did a photo of kind of just their midsection so you can only see their chins their mouth area and below so you don't see their faces and they're just laying down in the grass and they look to be very happy well lots of people were saying how come you never show their faces are you not proud of your children are you ashamed of them so she mama bear was fired up she was not having it she replied to the trolls which i don't even know why she did 
because this is exactly what they wanted. Everyone knows, everyone in their right mind knows she's not ashamed of her kids. She's just trying to keep them out of the spotlight. Or maybe they're actually Ric Flair's kids. What? Did you hear that story? Is that what you think? No, what story? That Ric Flair is claiming that he hooked up with Halle Berry. Ric Flair the wrestler. Woo! The guy from like the 90s, like wrestler superstar. And he's claiming that he had children with her? No, he's okay. just claiming that he hooked up with her okay, back well, in the 90s. <laughs> okay. So it might be his kid. It is not. And not. she's too scared to show their okay, photos. The math on that doesn't even make sense. They're not even that old. They were born in the 2000s. Perfect. Okay. You, it do, nine, could have been 90. It says 90s. doesn't say uh, what year. We got to get you a fact checker or something. Halle Berry responded to all these haters, though. She said, quote, I've noticed you have said this several times now. So let me be clear. I'm not at all ashamed of my children. I try to find creative ways to incorporate them into my feed because they are the biggest part of my life. But I also work very hard to keep their identities as private as I can, considering they are only children. It's my belief, and I'm not criticizing others who have different belief beliefs, that it's my job as their mother to protect their privacy as best I can when they grow and they're of age and they want to share their images on the internet. That will be for them to decide, not for me. Feel me? Question mark. Have a beautiful day. Boom. So she shut down all the haters. That and they're probably Ric Flair's children. I'm telling you. <laughs> he. <laughs> like, like, if you actually break that timeline down, it makes no sense chronologically at all. Currently, he's 67. And okay. he said, first of all, he calls his junk Space Mountain. Okay. And that Halle Berry took a ride on Space Mountain. <laughs> okay. What the hell? <laughs> this is real. This is an actual thing that was happening. I heard it on a sports talk show that I don't even know how it came up, but <clears throat> yeah. And then she said, there's absolutely no truth to it. I've literally never met him. So she's, she's, people are really coming after her right now. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Over that? What a clever name for someone's junk, Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. I do apply, uh, applaud him for that. Mm -hmm. You're going to like this story, which is exactly why I put it in the show today. Green Bay Packers tight end Jared Cook. Whoo, he got a special surprise when he opened up his Buffalo Wild Wings earlier last week because the 29-year-old said that he was just open up, opening up his box of lemon pepper wings when he saw that one of them wasn't a wing. Instead, it was a fried chicken head, including a tongue, eyes, and a beak all present with extra seasoning, quote unquote, is what Cook said. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, where, where, where was this? Like in oh, Chicago? Because that would make sense. I don't know where he was at. Oh, God, there's a photo of it. Yeah, there's a photo, and it's a, it's a freaking head. It's a head. It's a fried head. Oh, my God. It's a fried chicken head. Oh, so gross. Why are they even getting the heads delivered to their store? That's so, They said a whole thing saying that, you know, unfortunately, this happens because our chicken is fresh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what their response that was. that deep fried chicken head looks super fresh. Super fresh. They said Buffalo Wild Wings takes food preparation service and quality extremely seriously. And we are looking into this situation. We've reached out to Jared Cook and our suppliers for more information. Now, according to Cook, he's the one who said, yeah, BW or uh, B-dubs did reach out. And what they said was, sorry, unfortunately, this happens because the chicken is fresh. So that's a bad excuse. Somebody put it in the box. What do you mean? Like somebody put the chicken wings. Yeah, but in I don't think I don't think the employees at Buffalo Wild Wings are paying attention. I think they're just grabbing handfuls. They kind of count them out. Oh, although when you're counting it out, how do you not see that? It's Insane. it is clearly a it's head. Like one, two, three, chicken head, five, <laughs> six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will share I will share this photo on my Facebook page as well as my Twitter tweet Melanie M and then Mike, what's your Twitter if you want to share it with everybody? It's Michael Glazner, it's my first and last name. So Glazner G L A Z E N E R if you guys want to follow him on Twitter. Is that your Instagram too? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's my Instagram too. There you go. You can follow him if you want to see his socks. Yep, That's a lot of he, sock photos. He likes whatever. He likes, dope socks. He likes socks. It's mm. his thing, it and he um, 
he posts a lot of photos of his socks. But I like it. I like the socks though. They See? look good. Exactly. I get so, more likes on my sock photos than I do of like me in a suit. That sucks. You knew that was coming. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> I didn't get it at first. I was like, what? Why are you mean? Oh, I don't know. It's been a long week. Moving has made me delirious, I feel like, at this point. Anyway, I will share the picture of the freaking chicken head. It has a mohawk. Buffalo that Wild is not Lake. a chicken wing. <laughs> it's definitely, In a beak. It's definitely not. It's, to- it's got a tongue. That's, That's disgusting. freaking disgusting. Disgusting. So I'm saying if he was outside of Green Bay at like a rival city... It doesn't say where he was. Oh, you I read think this maybe thing. they did it on yeah, purpose? Like if oh, he so was in Chicago, Chicago, like a rival of the Packers, Ew. someone's like, here's a chicken head, sucker. Oh, yeah, suck on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings has yet to offer him any sort of compensation for the chicken head that he received in his lemon pepper chicken. Or like a disgruntled fantasy football owner. Who had them on a team because he yeah. got hurt and he was been he was on the sidelines with a sprained ankle and someone's like, You cost me my win. Here's a chicken head. Yeah, but even still, I mean, I I get that that someone would do that, but why are the chicken heads, as you said earlier, even being delivered? Uh, yeah. There there should not be chicken heads in the bags. Got that wings. fresh chicken. Oh, gross. That's so disgusting. It's just reminding me of why I no longer eat Sabra or Sabra hummus. In case you missed that, you'll have to go back through and look at the the index for all of these episodes because I had an experience where I found basically what looked to be some sort of animal tooth inside my Sabra hummus. And it has scarred me for life. I have yet to eat hummus from Sabra since. Or packaged hummus for that matter. I'll get it at a restaurant, but that is it. Moving on to something way less disgusting, not disgusting at all. Uh, big congrats going out to Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Ashton was on the Today Show earlier this week, and he accidentally let it slip that they are having a baby boy. The couple already has a girl, but he was supposed to keep it under wraps when he was on uh, the Today Show. But then when he was talking to Samantha Guthrie, who's also, Guthrie, who's also pregnant, um, he accidentally let it slip. Here's the clip exciting though it's really and exciting. is Wyatt excited like my little girl's like she's in. I, you know she like she points to Mila and she's like baby brother when she points oh, to the belly there it she is points to dad and she goes beer and so like <laughs> so I think she gets there's something in the belly yes uh, but I don't quite think that she knows that it's not gonna be a plastic doll yet yeah exactly so he just didn't even realize that he said it but then after the fact and neither did she didn't no sound like... well it didn't seem like she realized when she was interviewing him that that was still something that was a secret the sex of the baby because if he would have said that if I was interviewing somebody and then they said that I would have known and said oh so is it a boy but she just kept going with it like everybody had already known only they didn't so of course it uh, started trending on Twitter everybody was talking about it so congrats to them that's gonna be one attractive baby that is for sure Easily the biggest news story of the week was that Kim Kardashian was held at gunpoint during a jewelry heist that happened at Kanye's private residency in Paris. Lots of people are saying that this is a hoax. I can't wait to see what your thoughts are on it, Michael. But the Daily Mail posted an entire article saying that the whole entire thing just cannot be true because there's no security footage. We haven't seen a video of the concierge guy who was also held at gunpoint and gave him the room key. They said, who takes bicycle, what criminals take bicycles anymore? They're just poking holes in the story. Yeah, I did see, the only things that I saw, I I heard that it happened, and then some celebrity, I I don't remember who it was, but they're not quite on her level, but whatever. Even they have like security guards and things that are with them, and he's like, well, if I got security guards, I know she does, where were these people? Why weren't they, why weren't they able to stop it? Like what happened? This totally seems like an inside job kind of deal. So that's the stuff that I heard. Well, to answer your question, the security guards were with Kourtney Kardashian and Kendall Jenner. They were going, they were going to pick up uh, Gigi Hadid or Bella Hadid, one of the supermodels. And they were going clubbing. So since Kim was in the privacy of her own home, the home that Kanye owns in Paris, she sent the security guard with them. Hmm. So that is why the security guard was not with them. That's also why Carl Lagerfeld is speaking out and blaming Kim K 
saying that it's her fault for wealth flaunting, quote unquote, and then not having security. Because moments before she posted a Snapchat of her by herself in her, they're saying it's a hotel room, but it's really Kanye's apartment in Paris. So she posted a Snapchat of her by herself and saying, I remember even watching them. She was saying bye to Courtney and the security guards. She literally waved them off as they were leaving the door. Yeah, that's not too smart. Yeah, so she did that. Reports are saying, too, that she is blaming herself, which is really, I mean, it, it's unfortunate because I feel like the victim should never be the one to blame. But at the same time, you're sharing on social media, on Instagram, that you're wearing a $4.5 million engagement ring. And then you're also snapping that you're by yourself in an apartment and your security's leaving. I mean, that's... I don't, I don't think it's her fault. It's just, it's not very smart. And I'm sure she'll obviously think twice before what she posts on social media. With that, there is an update that I wanted to give you guys. It seems that Kim has already filed a an insurance claim with what all was stolen in Paris. And originally, if you guys remember, when the reports came out, they were saying that it was an $11 million jewelry heist. Turns out, according to these new insurance documents, that 13 items were taken with a total value of $5.6 million. Whatever. That's still a lot. It, I mean, it's a crap ton. Don't get me wrong. It's more than I'll probably ever see in my life, $5.6 million. But that's half of what they were saying. I'm not saying it makes the story any better. I'm just saying that this is an update. Also, they're saying that Kim Kardashian's engagement ring, she always said it was a $4.5 million engagement ring. The insurance company, I guess, is describing it as a $4 million ring. So that's half a million dollars less than what they originally said, which at that point, it's like... Because it's used, lost a half a million dollars of value. Oh, so I, I guess so. I guess, that's, I guess that's what happens. Anyway, I feel really, really bad for Kim Kardashian. And I was really appalled, honestly, online with, I wouldn't say surprised though. I wasn't surprised because people are awful on the internet. But I was appalled at just the lack of empathy that people had for her. They forget, I feel like, that she's a celebrity. You know what I mean? I mean, that she's human as well as a celebrity. She, does that make sense? Yeah, but I think she forgets that too. What, that she thinks she's untouchable? I'm sure. Yeah, well, definitely. Of course, of course she does, because prime example, she was posting and not thinking about it. How? Like, I'm shocked this hasn't happened like on a weekly basis. Yeah. She's like, here's my millions of dollars. Here's w- exactly where, I, where am I am on my Snapchat. Here's exactly who's with me. Well, like I don't... Kourtney Kardashian has it right. If you watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians, she's really smart. And this is just a tip for anybody. If you don't want people knowing your location... They always say to turn on airplane mode on your phone while you're snapping all night and then it'll save them all and not they'll just have them kind of queued up. And then when you're ready to post them, once you've left wherever you're at, you can go ahead and post them. And that way people can't stalk you because you'll already be at a different location. So Kourtney Kardashian's been telling her sisters to do that for a while now, whether they listen or not. Obviously, they don't. So that was just... That was the update, and uh, I feel bad, though, that she even had to go through that. That's so freaking scary. I'm so, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. That's for sure. At least so. she did say, well, she said she vows to stop flaunting her wealth on social media, which. How long do we think that's going to last? I don't know. Tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I mean Unless I like she starts think, getting into, like, a Kia tomorrow, like, with her Snapchat, I don't think she's just still going to be getting into whatever car she's getting into with whatever driver's driving her. Yeah, right. Kanye said it in his song. He didn't make all this money for to push a RAV4 or a RAV4 or whatever. So I don't see it. I mean, honestly, that's kind of impossible for her. Everything she wears is wealth. She just drips wealth, I feel like. That's what I'm saying. How How has it ha- not happened before? And it, is it going to happen again now? Because people are yeah. like, ooh, dang, that's a good that idea. That easy. I you know. You $5.5 million? Obviously, she has got a crap ton of security following her and Kanye West. They were in New York earlier this week. I think they're now back in L.A., but just they're completely surrounded by security. So I don't think I think that, yeah, someone might attempt it again, but they're not going to get very far because they have a friggin squad with them now. Bruno Mars has released his first solo song in four years Michael kind of spoiled this one earlier. You spoiled it. I took a random guess. I was saying, did he make (laughs) the original song, which I thought he did, 
and he apparently made this one too. Yeah, he did. It's called 24 Karat Magic. Well, 24K Magic. Everybody is now dubbing it the new Uptown Funk, and I will say it is really good. Take a listen. 24 Karat Magic Some Bruno Mars. I could oh. definitely see how that's being compared. Because Uptown, funk you up. It's kind of that same, yeah. It's the same funky feel. Ooh, and the video is really fun, funky. I love it. I love me some Bruno Mars. So there you go. 24K Magic is now available. You can download it, and it's going to be my new jam. So get ready. Listen to it now, because you know that crap is going to get overplayed on the airwaves here shortly. Deflategate is officially over. Tom Brady is Bizak. Finally. It seems like, gosh, I felt like it had been forever. But I guess this is the first time now since January 2015 that he's now, I don't know, you break it down for me. Yeah, so this, yeah, this is just the first time he's going to be playing all year. He was suspended for the first four games for his Deflategate, his role in it, and basically his unwillingness to cooperate and deception of who did what and who he knew and everything else. So the NFL suspended him and now he's coming back and he's supposed to come back with a vengeance and a chip on his shoulder. And now they're going to blow everyone out and he's going to be amazing. And do you think that's true? I hope he just comes back and sucks. I'm just so so over Tom Brady. He's just so smug. I don't care that he's rich and married to Giselle Giselle and whatever else. He's just so smug with everything. It's just their whole team. Just everything about if he played on a different team, he would have a completely different personality. He took on the personality of his coach, who is just a miserable human being, really good, just like Tom Brady. But yeah. you ask him a question, and he gives you like one word answer, nothing interesting to Too say. Too cool to care. Ever. Never has anything interesting to say. And so it's just like I want my athlete, like role model, top people to have a personality to care to celebrate to look like they're happy yeah he like scores a touchdown and starts punching people because it like wasn't good enough like dude get over it like uh, just sounds ju- like a douchebag but that's just what is it's their whole team it's how they do it and they just been caught cheating skirting rules for years now so a lot of people are over it if you are a boston fan you love them forever if you're not a boston fan you probably hate them a lot like I do. Yeah, well, there you go. And Mike is a Packers fan. We like, yeah, like the Packers. Bucks. We like the Packers. Uh, also, I want to say, too, I was watching, I was reading The Skim. I get The Skim daily in my email. I freaking love that website. And Mike, do you know what The Skim is? I have no idea. So The Skim is, it's, it's exactly what the name is. They skim articles and give you just the brief little synopsis of mm, what you need notes. to know. The cliff notes. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So they send them to your email every single day. It's really geared towards women, but... I think everybody, honestly, could benefit from getting this skim. But they put this Tom Brady deflate gate is over in the in one of the emails this week. And I was just cracking up because the person who wrote it at the bottom was like, yeah, so how many suspension, how many game suspensions? Four. four. The writer said, yeah, Tom Brady, four game suspension in which he spent it on vacation with his supermodel girlfriend and beautiful children. Okay, lesson learned, people. <laughs> lesson learned. <laughs> Yeah, did you, he, did you? He was like last week. So he was on like a yacht and stuff. It was ridiculous. Yeah, his team. So without Tom Brady, he, his team was supposed to. They were still supposed to be good, but they went three and one. They won three, lost one in those four games. So while they're still winning without Tom Brady on their third string quarterback, because their backup quarterback got hurt too, Tom Brady is sunbathing nude in um, somewhere over in Europe. Exactly. So it's just like. <laughs> He's just like checking his phone. He's like, yep, we won again. Suck it. And then just hangs out with his supermodel wife, just naked, tanning on some chair. That's why I just thought it was awesome. Okay, lesson learned, NFL. Okay, lesson learned. I'm done tanning. I'm ready to come back now. (laughs) Yeah, he comes back healthy, tan. (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. I'd be pissed. Seriously. Uh, Well, I brought this up earlier, and I really do need y'all's opinion on it. Brian thinks that I'm a hoarder, and I think maybe I am one box away from being a hoarder. I want to tell you this. I kept 
I'll give you the backstory real quick. So Brian and I, I told you guys that I was moving in to his new apartment with him, which meant that I had to move out of my apartment that I'd only lived in for a couple of months. And then also we had a bunch of stuff at the condo that we used to live in together that is now going up for sale. So we had put off getting a bunch of stuff out of the condo. But now that it's going on the market, we had to clear stuff out. So last week, I legitimately moved three apartments in one day. First, I had to pack up all my stuff in my apartment, move that to the new apartment. But the new apartment had all Brian's stuff in it. So I had to pack up Brian's stuff, the old his furniture that he had gotten here, then move that out and then take that to storage. Oh, and the condo and clean out the condo and get that to storage as well. So many freaking places to move. So anyway, in the meantime, you know, you're getting rid of stuff, packing up boxes. You're thinking, how did I gather so much shit (laughs) along my 28 years of being alive? This seems ridiculous. And I didn't really think I was a hoarder. And I really strive to throw stuff away as soon as I don't need it anymore. I don't like collecting crap. But Brian called me out because... I I had this dress and it's clearly been ruined in the wash. So it's a little mini dress and originally it kind of had this, I don't know, like blue and pink stripe pattern on it, okay? And I had washed it and the blue had bled all throughout the dress. So it was all smeared. There's no way that I'm wearing this dress anymore. So Brian saw it goes, what the heck is this? You got to throw this away. And I said, no, my gosh, I can't throw that away. And he said, why? And I said, because that's the dress I was wearing the first night I ever met you. Mm. And Brian was just like, okay, well, it doesn't fit you anymore. And it's, this is not what it looked like when I first met you. And I said, well, yeah, because it got ruined in the wash. So he said that I need to throw this damn thing away. Well, what are you going to do with it? I don't know what I was going to do with it, but I have sentimental value, which is why he says I'm a hoarder. That is hoarder tendencies for sure. I mean, you're not going to frame it. You're never going to open your closet and like hold it up and look at it. I kind it's of blue. Have. Is it blue? It's pink and blue. Well, you can save it for a wedding and something borrowed, something blue and make someone else wear it. But it's ruined. It's ruined. I mean, well, it, that'll be part of the charm. <laughs> Here's a blue ruined dress. You have to wear it in front of everybody. <laughs> okay. So am I being a hoarder for keeping the dress? And I have the belt that I wore because it was this little mini dress and then it needed a belt around to cinch the waist. Oh, yeah, so obviously. I have the belt and the dress from the first night that I ever met Brian and Brian thinks I'm a hoarder for keeping it. If you, one dress is, that's fine. I mean, it takes up one inch on a coat hanger, right? In the closet. Yeah. But I mean, other things led up to this. You know, I had other boxes of things like a million samples from Sephora. Okay, that's, that's, you can throw that away. Uh, but I feel like you never know if you want to test if out different, if you want to test out different beauty <laughs> products, you know, that's how you find your new fave. For when the zombie apocalypse comes, you can, I can, I can spray them with Daisy by Mark Jacobs. Oh, I was just going to say, so you can put it, you can put it on and go outside. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you can spray the zombies with it. They might need a little touch up. Okay, there. fine. So the perfume samples and all of those boxes have got to go. But what about, so the dress, you say, keep the dress then. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it. I mean, right. I really don't you have a reason. You should throw it away, but it, that it would be like the least thing I'm, of my hoarder worry. Okay, what do you like think? Like the I'm little a bottle. I mean, mom's a hoarder. I so know. It, Our mom is a hoarder. So this is a legitimate <laughs> she's fear worried. that I have. It's genetically passed down. Yes, I'm scared amongst other things. <laughs> that is one of the things I'm scared of. So now I'm just, oh, I'm, I'm looking around at my belongings and I'm beginning to think maybe I am. There's like nothing here though. This it's pretty empty compared to. Well, do you see all these boxes? I have to go through those though. I have these massive boxes in the living room right now that have yet to be unpacked. You might be hoarding brown leather shoes. <laughs> There's an entire box of brown leather shoes. Well, of course, because that's my brown leather shoe box. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> I mean, duh. All right, so I need you guys to weigh in. Please let me know. Tweet Melanie M. The dress from the night that I first met Brian, do I need to get rid of it? Am I starting to exhibit hoarder tendencies? Just let me know. Tweet Melanie M. You can always hit me up on there. Snapchat Melanie Minot. You guys, I love it. I love when you message me on Snapchat or send me snaps back. Um, 
of you also having a great time on the weekend. I love that. And I always reply. People are always so surprised when I reply. I love replying to you guys. So Melanie Minot on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, it's official Mel. Reach out however you would like. It's time for my follow of the day. This is when I give you somebody on social media that I'm following. And I think that you should be too. So this one is totally out of left field. You're not going to see it coming because usually it's beauty blogger vloggers or fashion bloggers, stuff like that. This time, mine is going to, my follow of the day is going to Spencer Pratt. Yes. That seems like a good one. Spencer Pratt, because he has now started up a YouTube channel. The former reality star now has a YouTube channel. Hashtag make Spidey famous again is the hashtag you can use while you're sharing this online because that's the hashtag other people are starting to use. Oh my gosh, I love it. The, one of the tweets I saw said, this is not a drill, you guys. It is definitely time to hashtag make Spidey famous again. The video is nothing amazing or anything, but I can just imagine that they're only going to get better from here. Here's just his first video, by the way, isn't a video where he had put a lot of thought into it and sat down and really decided what he was going to do. No, the video is actually labeled channel test. And then he's testing the camera for about one minute. But I don't know why it's so entertaining for me. People are already calling it better than the hills. So you got to follow him on YouTube. Spencer Pratt. Here's a clip. First ever YouTube selfie. Just trying to show off my little baby black guy. Pretending like I'm a tough guy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how you go viral on YouTube. But if a flesh beard helps, you know, I'm going to keep growing it. <laughs> so I don't have much to say. Clearly, it probably be a vine, but it's a YouTube video. Howdy, I made a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah? Yep. I don't know what to put on it. Oh, God. Dogs. Dogs? Dogs? People like cats on YouTube, though. That's true. And then he's just staring into the camera. It's super creepy. That's his first video. That's the entire first video. I hope that's not a sign of things to come. I don't know why I find it entertaining. And I thought, so Spencer Pratt, don't know who that is. I thought you were talking about Chris Pratt. No, Chris Pratt's awesome. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, good one. Oh my gosh, Chris Pratt is hysterical. Chris Pratt, follow. Spencer Pratt, unfollow. Can I do oh, my unfollow, yes. unfollow, unfollow? Well, so it's follow. It, this started as follow, unfollow, but then I realized I wasn't really unfollowing people. I started hoarding, hoarding my followers, I guess, or my follows. So I'm not getting rid of any. I'm just continuing to add. So you can for sure give us an unfollow, but I feel like it's my follow. Yikes. <laughs> You're giving my... Follow Chris, unfollow Spencer. Okay, well, there you go. So my follow of the day was Spencer Pratt on YouTube, and that's also... It happens to be Michael's now unfollow mm-hmm. of the day. Or just not follow. Or just not follow. There right. you go. Heart happy story time. A young man is living out the story that we all saw in the movie, The Blind Side. I know the movie was originally based off a true story, but this is now happening again. It is a story out of East Valley, Arizona. I love this. I love happy stories. A sophomore football player who was homeless just got another shot at life thanks to his football coach and the coach's amazing family, two daughters and wife. Uh, So just eight months ago, Roderick Jackson, he found himself a high school dropout. He had no family. He said he had lost contact with his biological father and he had left living with his biological mother after, quote, difficulties were severe. He didn't really go into specifics. That's all he'd say. So you can imagine it must have just been really rough. He was kind of couch hopping, staying with whoever he could. He had, I believe, five different homes within the course of his freshman year. So he decided to reach out to someone that he could always count on. And that happened to be his high school football coach. Even after he had dropped out of school, he told him that he wanted to change his life and he needed structure and love in order to do so. So needless to say, before his coach could, you know, even ask his wife, his coach, Adam Fisher, decided to go ahead and take Roderick in and allow him to live with him and his two daughters and wife. They have since gained full custody of Roderick and he even plans on changing his last name to Fisher because he loves being part of the family so much. He now has two sisters, a loving mother. And prior to all this, this was just a little added bonus I thought was cool. Prior to everything happening, the family had a trip planned to Hawaii. And then once Roderick had reached out to the coach about needing help and they decided, okay, he's going to you know, live with us and be part of the family, they knew 
that they had to somehow get him a, a flight to Hawaii. So they found like the cheapest ticket. You know, it's not like they have a bunch of money. He's a football coach. Yeah. So they were able to make it happen. They brought him to Hawaii on the family vacation to ensure, you know, that he knew he was part of the family where they took a ton of family photos. And then when they got home, they replaced the family photos that they had up on their walls and in the hallway and all that stuff with the new Hawaii family photos from their vacation. I mean, oh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I that's a good story. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So Roderick will not be able to graduate on time because he's going to fall, I guess, three core uh, classes under what he needs to graduate. He'll be so he's a, a sophomore now, but he's not going to graduate at the normal time as a senior. But he is still going to be able to graduate because he's now going to school again. He's just going to have to do one more semester after his senior year. And this last semester, since living with the family, he's lived with them for eight months, he got a 3.3 GPA. Nice. Isn't that crazy? Going from just thinking that you're never going to play football again and drop out of school and living on people's couches to having a family. Is he? Is this high you. school or college? This is high school. He plays high school football, so he's a sophomore now in high school. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So freaking cool! Oh, and I love the photo of all of them together. This is amazing. I'll share the story on my Facebook and Twitter. It's official Mel on Facebook and Twitter is tweet Melanie M. You can always share your heart happy stories with me as well. I love getting them. They just make me so, so happy. Next episode is Tuesday, and I'm going to have my fashion blogger and friend, McKenna Blue, on. If you want tips on how to make your Instagram game stronger, you're not going to want to miss it. She's got over 100,000 followers, by the way. So she knows her stuff. You can follow her on Instagram at McKenna Blue. She will be on on Tuesday. Thank you so much, Michael, for being here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. I love not talking just by myself, (laughs) to myself. It's awesome. (laughs) So anytime you want to join, walk one block away. We now live one block away. I'm super excited about it. Now that I moved in with Brian, I am legitimately one block away from Michael. It is awesome. So thank you for being on. Do you want to shout out your socials again? Yeah, it's all just Michael Glazner. Mm G-L-A-Z. Oh, go ahead. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-L-A-Z-E-N-E-R. There you go. You can follow him on the Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Tramp, tramp. Follow me on Insta, Melanie Minot, Twitter, Tweet Melanie M, Snapchat, Melanie Minot, and Facebook, It's Official Mel. And don't forget, while you're shopping, buying more shit to hoard, <laughs> make sure to do so at MelanieMinot.com. Just click on the Amazon logo on the front page, and it'll help support this little podcast that could. You all might right. find a faded blue dress on there shortly. <laughs> <laughs> you might that'll be up on my eBay. <laughs> All right. Have a good one everybody. Have a great weekend. Love you. Bye. Sorry gotta go go. Sorry gotta go go. Say bye-bye. It's the Melanie Mano show. Featuring stickers. Follow her on Instagram and Melanie Mano. Hit her with a D. And none for Gretchen Wieners.